0: Badass. Radiant Badass, Radiant Badass. Welcome to the Radiant Badass. If you like your suburban mom with a side of punk and your spirituality laced with pop culture references, friend, you are home. I'm your host, Elizabeth Holmes. I'm so glad you're here. Let's have some fun. Friends, I had such a lovely response from a few of you after last week's episode. If you remember, that's the one where I suggested that we burn those fucking tables that we're always being encouraged to sit at. So I guess I'm not the only one out there feeling a little spicy, which is cool. Super cool. Good to know. I hear that. Once I started giving some air to that table situation and how mad it was making me, some other stuff I'm pissed about kind of bubbled up to the surface. Then I took a minute to kind of get quiet, like tune into this irritation, like see what was happening here. And what I found was that I am actually pissed off about so much stuff, but I have been trying to keep a tight, tight lid on it. Any of you feeling me on that? Like, oh my God, there's so much happening to be pissed about. How could I even keep going if I gave in to all those feelings of anger, frustration, and disappointment? You know? And maybe you're listening to this and you're saying to yourself, hey, wait, like two weeks ago, she was all about the love and all the love in her life and the Greeks with all their love and blah, blah, love. And now she's so pissed she can't even stand it. I mean, Maybe you're like listening to this and being like, bitch, pick a lane. And yeah, I hear that. I hear that. And here's some truths and facts for you. Both things can be true. At the same time, there isn't only one lane, okay? I can appreciate all the love of my life and still be pissed about other stuff and vice versa. One does not preclude the other. If you only ever listen to one thing I say, a thing that might impact your entire life, let it be this. Life is complex. It's complicated. It's complex. There's no linear narrative. Your deep belief in binaries is misplaced. I know there's a lot of comfort that we seek from uncertainty in that either or mindset, But friends, we both know it's more often a both and situation, don't we? So yes, even though I am grateful for all the love of my life and I'm coming off a stellar long weekend at the Oregon coast, which I sorely needed because I was dangerously low on beach, despite that, I'm still spicy. And in this week's episode, I'm going to give a little vent to a couple of the things You know, they're minor in the scheme of things, but a couple of things that are pissing me off. These aren't things that need an entire episode, and I'm also trying to consolidate them into one and see if maybe I can't move these feelings of irritation through by daylighting them. Consolidate the hate, if you will. And then I'm going to bless it, and I'm going to let it go. And to be clear, I'm not going to address all of the enormous issues facing society right now that have me pissed. You know, I'm talking wars, corruption, epidemics of various flavors. No, these are just some smaller things that irritate me. First up, guys, the pink washing and marketing of menopause. Jesus Christ, you guys. We go from ignoring the hell out of it, like not speaking of it ever, and for sure not training any doctors in how to address it, to now we've got companies figuring out that there's a shit ton of money to be made by offering some relief to millions of women suffering from the effects of this transition. And while we finally have the market's attention for this, what do they do? They attempt to make menopause all pink and soft filter, but also kind of girl boss at the same time. Like, stop it. Just stop it. Stop portraying menopause as this unserious thing just because it only affects women. Only grown women go through this evolution. So put some respect on it, let it be what it is. God, like, honestly, if men went through menopause, well, if men went through it, we wouldn't even notice all the products because they would have been in our lives from the beginning. All doctors would be trained in it, not just men's health doctors, which, you know, men's health doctors isn't even a thing. Like the closest you get are urologists, but urologists also treat women. So there you go. Uh, if men went through menopause, there would have been billions, billions with a B spent to study male menopause. And every man would have like a personalized treatment plan. I swear to God. So yeah, women are at a bit of a disadvantage here. It was irritating when it was ignored because obviously it meant important health information wasn't getting to the women who needed it. And now sensing a dollar to be made, everyone's an expert and everyone has the answer. Now we got celebrities mixing in. Oprah's out there talking about it. I get ads all the time about some business that Drew Barrymore and Cameron Diaz invested in. Like, I don't care who fucking invested in it. (laughs) And why? Like, oh my God, why? Do marketers think that everything that is targeted at women has to be all soft and fluffy and gentle? Like we're children? Or, you know, they do do like black and edgy if it's supposed to be something sexy, like maybe a little red in there. Okay. For those of you who are right now, mentally inventorying my branding, shut up. Okay. Like those are my colors and that's who I am. All right. just go back to the menopause thing. I know you agree with me what I'm saying here. I would love to see the packaging of women's products just be Like, you know, packaging, whatever color feels right to you, whatever text tells me what's what. It's appearing to me that I could have done a full 15 minutes on that, but I'll rein it in. That menopause irritation is kind of related to this next one I'm going to talk about. Actually, all three are kind of related, but I am in disbelief at this pervasive expectation that anyone who has a platform of any size has to weigh in and issue a statement On just about everything that happens in the world. Like, why? Why, though? I'm honestly so irritated about it that I had a dream the other night where Beyonce was asking me about it. Like, why does everybody have to comment on everything? Which is weird on a lot of levels, but mostly because Beyonce doesn't need any input on this topic. She handles it so well. It appears she's very clear about what she's willing to speak on and what she isn't. And I admire the hell out of her for that, among other things, obviously. I think it's mostly online that I see people insisting that a public person make a statement. But like the news shows, they like to discuss it, too. But then when the public person gives in and issues a statement, it's never right right? Whatever is delivered is completely eviscerated. It's not that what they said was wrong per se. It's just the criticism seems to be like it didn't go far enough or that's not what I would have said. And this is on shit that's not even related to these people. But so what? It's not what you would have said. It's not what you would have said because it's not you, it's them. Like, you'd issue a statement on this, but guess what? No one would fucking care what you have to say. And the question I want to ask these critics calling for statements from public figures is, what is your life? Like, I don't know, truly there are a lot of different sorts of people out there that I would like to ask that question of. But for the moment, it's these people. Like, this is your one lifetime, and you wanna spend your energy doing that? For what? To what end? Do you like honestly wake up and think, mm, today I'm gonna harangue this person I do not know and will never meet in a semi anonymous format, bug them to issue a statement about a situation they have no stated expertise in that doesn't involve them personally? And then after bullying them into it, I'm going to take a shit on whatever they issue. Like, is that a good day for you? How are you so broken that you believe there's benefit in there for you? Those are all the wrong vibes, friends. All the wrong vibes. That person putting out that much negative energy, they are going to get that back threefold. Moral, mind your business, okay? I'm going to give you a quick example of this since my various for you pages have been aflame with this situation. It'll be kind of interesting if you don't know anything about this because our algorithms are so different. But this is about Brene Brown. Now, just up front, to be clear, I had, I guess you would call it like a book infatuation or like a knowledge infatuation, whatever, with Brene Brown when she first came on the scene. I read her books. Uh, I followed her. I have benefited from her research and her books, her words. I believe there is wisdom in what she's shared in her area of expertise, which is shame research and how people live lives of fulfillment. Then at some point, somewhere around the pandemic, I think I got the ick from her. Like she wasn't resonating with me anymore. So I have not been following her journey for several years. So I'm not here to defend Brene Brown. She's a big girl. She can fight her own battles. So I guess what happened was she released a statement on Palestine because her fans thought she should, like thought she should have spoken on it sooner. And I haven't read it. I don't know what it says. I don't know if it's a mess or whatever, because I don't care enough to read it. But good Lord, my FYP has been on fire with women criticizing her words. They're even posting little clips of them, like throwing away her books, like <laughs> pulling them off their bookshelf and throwing them away and being like, I used to recommend this to my friends. Like now everything she has to say is suspect because she didn't say what you wanted her to say on Palestine. Okay. My irritation about this partly is why the fuck would you give a shit about what Brené Brown has to say about the Middle East? That's a complex geopolitical situation, not a shame spiral. I know from her publications that she believes murdering people is wrong. I believe she's a fan of peace. I know she's not a fascist, and I think that's all I need to know about her beliefs. She's not going to influence me on the Middle East. She has no expertise. She lives in Texas, She's not the one that's going to broker a peace deal. Stop caring about what celebrities and public figures say about shit. And do your own research and apply your own critical thinking. And if someone doesn't believe 100% the same way you do, but they are a decent person and not a fascist, give them some grace. This Brene Brown example is just one small example of this incredibly widespread Outrage performance art that people are engaging in. It is all about the outrage and the clicks and the clout. And it's disgusting. Unplug and touch grass, people, for God's sake. Also related. I told you these were all kind of related, but it's so irritating to me how obsessed we are with putting people on pedestals so we can knock them off. Like Brene Brown, celebrities, sports ball players, musicians, politicians, Well, honestly, none of us are really putting politicians up on pedestals anymore. Like, are we? I mean, I hope not. Strike that one. But all manner of folks with a public profile, we are so quick to install them above us as though their unique talents in whatever their field of mastery is make them worthy of elevation in all areas. Like every time I see something like Oprah for president or The Rock for president I'm like, what? How, how do you even get there? Because then inevitably this person will disappoint you in some way. Maybe in multiple ways. Uh, looking at you, Oprah, but just by being a person, sometimes they disappoint you. Uh, and then we delight in talking all the shit about how disappointed we are and how we thought better of them and blah, blah, blah. Humans do human shit all the time and make mistakes. Stop thinking that because someone is good at one thing, they are good at all the things and are somehow like morally superior. They're just a person. Now, I understand that if you've listened to me for any length of time on here, you might be thinking I'm a hypocrite here because Dave Grohl. You know I love me some Dave Grohl, but I do not have him on a pedestal. I don't think he can do no wrong. I don't think he should run for president. I think he does more things right than he does things wrong. I mean, I know that in his youth, (laughs) when he was younger, when I was younger and made mistakes, he treated some band members probably less than stellar. I'm aware of those stories. And there's a lot of rumor stories around that he was a little bit of a dog with the ladies for a time. But, You know, from what I've observed or heard or whatever, he figured it out. He grew up and he's reported to be a good hearted person with good intentions, which is good enough for me. I'm just asking you to recognize that people are just people. And I kind of can't believe I'm saying this because I do enjoy a good parasocial relationship, but they are completely out of control in this society. Hey, you don't know these people. You know that, right? That access you think that you have through social media, you know that's all controlled and curated, right? And don't look to famous people for role models. Like you are a grown ass person. Look to people who have done important things to move humanity forward, okay? Do some internal investigation and clarify your own values what's important to you, and live in alignment with those. It's so weird that it's come to this. Another thing, like, people were screaming on social media because Travis Kelsey got heated at his coach on the sidelines of the Super Bowl. They're all like, he's no role model for my kids. and I'm like, ma'am, he didn't sign up to raise your kids. That's your job. At most, he provided you a teaching moment for your own kids about emotional regulation. Stop trying to outsource your values. God, I fully did not think I'd mention Travis Kelsey in this episode. (laughs) It just happened, I guess. Clearly, this week's episode has been brought to you by Get Off My Lawn. I swear, I'm in a mood. It's fine. It feels good to say this stuff out loud so I can hear it and figure out what to do with this pissed off energy and why shit is so irritating to me right now. Because all of this stuff I just said, it shouldn't matter. You know what, man? I got to unplug and go touch some grass (laughs) and take my own advice. Okay, I'm going to wrap this up here and say thank you so much for joining me this week. And I wish you the very best week with the fewest annoyances and irritations possible. This has been the Radiant Badass and I am Elizabeth Holmes.